What's up, everybody? It is that time again. It's time for the Madness Show. And boy, do we have the madness for you today. We have lots of guests today. Like when I say lots, I mean like a whole table full. And so today's subject is going to be just totally greatness. And today we are talking about dadding or being a father from a Christian perspective. So I brought three of my close friends into the show today just to talk about being a dad, their experiences of being a dad growing up, and we just pray and hope that this brings you closer to Jesus as you laugh and enjoy these these four different perspectives from different um, dads. So I have four dads here right now. So myself, as you know, I have four kids. I got a 10-year-old, 7-year-old, 5-year-old, and a baby, two girls, two boys, even the teams. I'm, I, I may have a fifth if my, if my wife, uh, you know, We'll see what she wants to do. So today I have my friend. I'm going to unmute them one at a time. First, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for dad uh, number one here on the panel. This is my friend, uh, Michael Lofty. What's going on? What's going on? Glad to be here. My name's Michael, obviously. I have one wife. and uh, <laughs> That's good. The one I'm married to is currently my first one and plan to keep her. I got one one child, little girl, and then uh, and then I got a son on the way. He'll be here in January. Nice, well played, sir. Um, so two, well one, two's bacon in the oven, and then and then maybe three someday. I don't know. Yeah, I mean we know. could have a bonus child. Also, just see how the wife. Yeah. Now we will have more, but we don't know if it'll be biological or adopted. But we do That's awesome. plan on having more. That's awesome. So our, our, and then our next dad is my friend Johnny. So Johnny. What's up, Johnny? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm Johnny. I have six kids. I'm Whoa. With a you heard that right. family. We're blended. Real nice blended. Not chunky, but we're nicely blended. I have a 14, a 15, an 18, a 21, a 24, and a 26. So Johnny pretty much beating all of us, and he's uh, the father of the group here today and probably has the most wisdom, you know, in the year. So, uh, and then my last dad over here to my right is my friend uh, Austin Wallace. Yeah, that's right. So I'm, I'm Austin, Austin Wallace. Uh, oh, finger slip. Well, it wouldn't have mattered. It's kind of true. I'm like the darkest one of us all probably. Um, but... Uh, um, most outlandish, not darkest. I'll just say most outlandish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I've got two kids and a wife. Um, hope to keep it that way. I would like <laughs> weird to. Have if you had <laughs> two kids and no wife, <laughs> yeah, I've got. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's a it's a weird situation. But no, yeah, I've got I've got one wife, and uh, we've been married for five years. So that was pretty pretty awesome. Um, beating statistics out there, so that's even better. But then I've got two kids. I've got a, a son and a daughter. I've got a, a three-year-old and a 10-month-old. Uh, so if you can imagine how much fun that is and uh, all the great things that come with having kids that young. And Michael's about to find out what I'm talking about. So. Yeah, I actually currently am feeling a little bit of the stress. Like it's 90, 90% excitement, 10% stress, because I know that once that second kid arrives, I am not going to sleep for a while. Yeah. That's basically how I feel right now. It's just like get pumped because mm -hmm. there's no use in complaining about it's, it. It's It'll just make it worse if you complain. So I'm one of those people. I'm like, I see it and I'm happy about it. And, uh, as tough as it was when my first child arrived, it's not going to be that difficult because that was like during COVID. And we were like, we didn't know anything about 
COVID. So we're like, nobody come over, nobody visit. We're just going to not sleep for six months and no one see her. So this time we'll <laughs> actually have family helping us and we'll be uh, sleeping. So Did your daughter sleep? The, like, did she sleep pretty well through the night? Um, I mean, like my daughter during, didn't, bro. My daughter was during, up every like 45 minutes. What is sleep? Okay. Okay. So compared to 45 minutes. Yeah. But yeah. She's like, every two hours, she will go to feed. Which they say that is normal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So every two hours. And then I remember when we were sleeping four hours at a time. Yeah. It was like the promised land. Yeah. It was like my wife would wake up and feed. And then, and, and we, we uh, did breastfeeding and formula kind of like early on. And so she would wake up four hours and she would feed. Then I would wake up the next four hours. So hold we up, start hold getting. Up, real quick, yeah, yeah. Quick. Do you call it? Do you call it feeding or eating? Because when I call it feeding, my wife is like, "I my my kids are not a zombie. They're not zombies. They're not they feeding feed on, on me. me." And I'm like, "But she she and he do yeah, till the baby that's, gets teeth." I I am so hey. piranha. <laughs> I'm somebody who thinks about words a lot. I'm an English teacher, and I have not thought about those terms. See, and then, <laughs> I, I was like, I don't understand because I'm like, it's babe, it's. I'm like, oh, is does he need to feed? And she's like, he's not feeding. Stop saying that. And I've been doing this now for three years because my daughter, <laughs> she hasn't breastfeed, you know, but but yeah. still, even then still, it's just like, oh, and she's like, no, it's eating. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's definitely not. That, like, what the do they put in your formula? Feeding. Well, yeah. you, you say you, it's every two hours you fed, which was perfect for me because I love to eat every two hours. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, oh, easy. There we go. Dude, Parenting was for you then. Yeah. You know, there the is only, the, thing, the yeah. only thing that I actually thank God that all my kids are um, past the napping period is the actual sleep. Well, 14's your youngest. I certainly hope they're all past the breastfeeding. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Some people kind of that kind of thing. I mean, I think in America there's a line, you know, when you're like, if your kid's like, you know, there's first no lines grade. There's anymore in America. I know, but that's yeah, just, at what lines. age does the breastfeeding, you're like, I mean, your kid's six. She's like, it's 18. time to let go. No. She's like, hey, I'm time to let <laughs> cut the umbilical cord. It's about when, when, how many, when you say, when you stop saying they're this much months. You know, yeah. You got a lady saying, um, "My uh, kid is six hundred and seventy months old." Oh gosh, <laughs> dude, yeah. if she's let that old, go. Then, <laughs> I don't know if she's oh, no. moving. My baby. Dude, well, so, if we're ahead. if we're talking about, so I do have, you know, I was kind of selfish with the breastfeeding thing because some people like have a goal, like I want to breastfeed for this long, and I kind of felt bad because this last child, I know my wife's gonna be listening to this, is I really encouraged her to breastfeed, so I didn't have to wake up and do the formula at like two in the morning. Oh, like, see, yeah, that's, that's kind of wrong, man. Yeah. Breastfeed well, all day, every so, day. I, mean, I don't know if you're <laughs> an evil genius. This is the fourth kid, by the way. So, well, so the, third, like, the first three, I didn't do that. But oh, it's the fourth. Oh, okay, well, I was just like, yeah, <laughs> breastfeed <laughs> encouragement. Jug, 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 <laughs> doing shots. I'm like, what in the world is going? Yeah, I got on? milk shots for your child. And I think yeah. that as dads, you know, when you have your first baby. You know, you ever have like because some some families put the crib next to the bed, but sometimes you're. I was always worried about like, you know, just Cr- squishing my baby, baby or something. Yeah, yeah. That's like a real fear that dads sometimes have. See, I wasn't have. worried about that because we co-sleep. And so like both of my kids sleep in our bed. Well, and you're the smallest out of all of us in this room. Well, absolutely. I'm, I know that. And so is my wife. But Your but, baby would just lift you up and move Dad, get off me. <laughs> no, but like the problem. <laughs> that's uh, so accurate. Actually, just, yeah, just, yeah. My daughter has like literally kicked me out of the bed before. She's just like three years yeah. old and she's got like thunder thighs and she just straight kicks me out of the bed. What? My wife's like, I want to make her a gymnast. And I'm like, why do you want to do that? Do you yeah. want her to be able to literally just kick me in half? That's pretty cool. I didn't even know that about you. And, and what's cool is like what age in a sense in your head as a dad are you like, 
let's do it till this age. Like, is there an age I in your head? I don't really, like, I don't think we really have an age. I think it's kind of more or less, like, let them age out of it. And and my daughter kind of, for a little while there, a couple months ago, she was starting to kind of do that. But then yeah, she okay. kind of, like, we gave her her own room and, you know, have her own setup and bed. And so she'd go in there and, like, sleep half the night in there. And then she'd be like, I want one of you to come in here and sleep with me. Or she'd want to crawl back in bed with us. So I was kind of like, the way that we see it is like, we'll let them kind of kind of do it on their own, which it's it sucks to some degree because it sacrifices what me and my wife get to have because usually one or both of the kids wants to sleep next to one or both of us. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, you know, that intimacy there is kind of a... Kind of a... Uh, to get. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a harder thing to do, but... It's a lot of, um, I actually enjoy having my kids sleep in my bed with me. And if they sleep with me till they're six, seven years old, that's cool with me. Um, as long as they ain't like wet in the bed, you know, like, I can see wet in the bed. When you say like, let them, when you say like, when you said like, let them age out, my brain went to like, Hey, turn off the Xbox. You're 16. We're trying to go to bed. Like, I don't know. Uh, but the only one. Charlie the Chocolate Factory won the Grand Prix. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Now, now we do not own the rights to that. Yeah. That that's that's kind of accurate without the exception of like, that would be a little, like, that's a little extreme. Like, no, you, when, when, when you're like. A little. I mean. When you're like 16 years old and you can drive and do you do stuff on your own, probably when you're 12 or 13, you probably don't need to be sleeping in my bed no more. Yeah. Not to mention, if that's been 12 years and I haven't had a lot of intimacy with my wife in 12 years like that, I mean, that's that's kind of hard. And, yeah, and you know, we'll have to talk about relationships in another right episode there. because, you know, when the door's locked, I don't care if you're three, get out of here. Yeah. yeah. When the door's locked. <laughs> but, you know, you know, and you find time. But Right. And uh, what, was, uh, what, was, what was your guys' first thought, like, when you, when you found out you were going to be a dad, what was your like initial reaction? I remember the moment she told me. I uh, how did she tell you? She so I woke up because she like body slammed me on my day off. That sounds and, fun. Well, that's how it was made. Yeah, I'm it, saying, it how did fun. you tell? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I was about fun, to go. I was like, sounds fun. It's like it's like 7:30 in the morning, and my expectation was to sleep till like noon because this was pre kid. Remember, so you can sleep for a while. So I was like tired. I was really tired, mm-hmm. and so she's all happy, and then that's all I remember. I don't remember going back to sleep or anything. She, but apparently she was like, you know what? I'm not gonna tell him right now because she had just found out like. 30 seconds before that. So she yeah. was like, she was like, I'm not going to tell him right now. I'm going to do something. I'm going to think about how to do it. So then uh, she made me breakfast and I woke up. I thought it was like two seconds had passed, but it had been like 45 minutes. And so I woke up and I'm already kind of in this daze in this like a late morning on, I think it's Saturday. Uh, and so then I, I go into my kitchen and then I sit down and I remember I was like, it was in August of 2019. And I said, Hey babe, I was thinking we should find a passage of scripture to memorize and throughout 2020, we should just like study this passage of scripture. And I, I think that'd be so cool to have like a scripture for the year. Be fruitful and, and then, multiply. Yeah. Be fruitful <laughs> and multiply. Right? Yeah. We're Something like, from Song of Solomon. Like, yeah. <laughs> we, could pr- we could practice this retroactively. <laughs> the loins of my love. <laughs> yeah. Your and neck's like a giraffe. Like it's the Bible, <laughs> the Bible gets weird sometimes. Yeah. Your hair is okay, like sorry, a keep flock going. of goats descending from the Mount Gilead or whatever. So anyways, so then she put the, uh, 
the little baby the test the pregnancy the test baby no well it was the pregnancy test and then it was like clementines or something yeah, yeah. some baby version of an orange she yeah. found a baby and like sat a baby there <laughs> fun fact yeah. it took me about a year to figure out why those little baby oranges were there because i didn't i didn't catch on to the fact that those are baby oranges. Uh, well, maybe, baby. maybe she yeah. thought you needed more vitamin C. You know, you look a little pink. Yeah, I looked. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be funny if I it was very white and pale because she, record, she recorded it. So your but initial reaction was fear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was pale before that. Uh. See, my wife keeps me in a state of fear in case I get out of line. No, but yeah. uh, but actually, no, that was that was basically how she told me. And, uh, and we could never share the video on social media because I was in my underwear. Yeah, and um, yeah, we. Uh, I yeah. mean, you could. I I've got videos well, of me out in the speedo. I, I saw I saw a gif of you in your underwear. Yeah. That was a Austin oh, has a gif for bad. that sort yeah. of thing. But that's how I found out. I do. Yeah. That's how I found out. That's, that's how many kids favorite. I have. Six all <laughs> cheering. No, I'm saying four. I have four. Uh, what about your second child? Was your second child reaction different to finding out she's pregnant than the first? I was stunned on the first one. The second one, I was super excited, and uh, it was very much. Uh, it, it was much less dramatic, the reveal. Yeah. Uh, Brittany was sick for two weeks, pregnant, mm. and hiding it from me. And I got to the point where I was like, listen, we decided we're going to have a second kid. We haven't gotten pregnant for like three months, four months. Last time we got pregnant in like, yeah. I mean, before we could even, before we even. <laughs> you couldn't even think of the word. Yeah. 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 You were like, <laughs> like you thought yeah. it and it happened. It was like, like I thought yeah. it <laughs> That's exactly what happened. That's how fast it happened. <laughs> That's how fast. And so when three months goes by, I was like. Followed by oh. this. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Okay, Johnny's yeah. going to say it. So like the, that soundtrack was not quite how I felt because it was like, oh, crap. I have the, to make more The money. glasses that come down, it says Doug Life. Like, yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't make enough money to support a child, so we got to figure this out. But no, by, my, um, the, second, the second time we had a kid, Brittany, um, it was like the night before she told me. I was sitting in the living room, and I told Brittany, I was like, hey, we're obviously not getting pregnant. Um, what do you think about adoption? And she was like, I'm sorry, Michael. I just I, I don't have the energy for this conversation. She knows she's pregnant. She's known for two weeks. She was oh, going to try to wait wow. until Father's Brittany. Day. She'd be like, I know. I know. But she's going to wait till, till Father's this is, Day. This is the redeeming yeah. thing. She's going to tell me on Father's Day. The problem is Father's yeah. Day was eight weeks from the time she found out she was pregnant. Did you so ever look at... How is she going to hide the first did trimester you, from me? <laughs> did you ever go, hey, babe, um, maybe don't have that second donut. I've noticed... <laughs> Something's good. Yeah, that's another segment called would I be standing in front of you? <laughs> would I be standing in front of you today if I had said a comment like that? I did tell my wife to cuz some people like, "Oh, you're pregnant." And I just wanted my wife to be like, "No, nah, I'm just I'm just awkwardly fat. Like this is yeah, <laughs> like at yeah. 4 or 5 months pregnant." Yeah, but Yeah. All right, Johnny, 26 years ago you said? Yeah. What was your first initial reaction finding out you well, were becoming a dad? Let me remember. <laughs> Out of the dust. Oh, let him put his dentures <laughs> in. Got to put his dentures in. It was during the dust bowl. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think I fell asleep. God took my rib. Johnny's not no, that old. But. I'm not that old. Um, no, at, at the first time. How old were you? I was 18. I was Okay, so, yeah, old. you were young, Dad. Yeah, then. and. The, were you still in high school or were you out of high school? I was out of high school. Okay. I, I was, at that time, I thought I was too cool for school, but kids go to school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, uh, the Madness Show endorses going to school. Yes, school. The, Michael's the a teacher. One thing, the one <laughs> thing that was that that hit me was when when we she was sick 
so we took her to one of the uh, clinics. It was my my ex-wife, uh, which is my first ex-wife. I'm not like Hugh Hefner with 20 million. <laughs> Man, you bowling a turkey. So. Three strikes. Three yeah. X's. No, yeah. I'm just playing. So, no, 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 ain't no three X's. So when you went to the clinic, did you guys suspect that you might be? Um, no, no. We thought that she might have ate something bad because of my cooking. <laughs> so, well, this has got to be food. Uh, this can't be a kid. <laughs> so, so when I that's great. I sat in the car for a little bit, and she sat by me, and she goes, "I'm pregnant." And the w- things that went through my mind was that part in Platoon where that guy's screaming like this with his arms up, getting shot up, or or the forest one where it's run, 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 and and, and the one thing is. I'm going to get in trouble by my mom. <laughs> what am I going to tell my mom? You're worried about gonna, your parents. Yeah, yeah, because. Uh, you were know. you, were, were you, uh, you were at 18, you were not expecting it to have a kid though, right? You didn't no, want to have no, a kid yet. You no. thought I'm 18, I'll probably want to live life, right? Yeah, because I, you know, I was just, that was like my, really my first girlfriend. Yeah. At 18. Yeah, I was a late bloomer. And it, the, the first time I ever really had, uh, sex, sex with with a woman. Yeah, you know. Sorry, that was that was way <laughs> that too was late. Yeah, yeah, you were really late there, that John. Was <laughs> when I had when I had relationships with that woman, can't be bad. Um, but he, but she, she was like, she was she she was all okay about it. She's like, we can be a family together. We'll raise the kid and everything, and we'll we'll. We'll do this. And Were me, you pretty serious? And was she a very serious girlfriend, or was it just kind of well, like I'm my, gonna start dating? It, and then it was my first girlfriend, so you yeah. know you got that first yeah, love. Took it seriously, kind of yeah. yeah. So you were, but your reaction was kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm kind of scared because it wasn't like maybe the way you planned was, or envisioned. It, scary, scared was like, um, I was petrified. I was, I was like, <laughs> man, <laughs> well, and that's uh, that's cool. <laughs> that's you know, and it's you know, but you yeah. know, now looking back, it's like. Yeah, man, cool. And the the second one was a surprise too, which was uh, ex wife number two. Uh, she came up one time and she goes, "Guess what?" And she goes, "Guess what's missing?" And I'm like, "What? My period." And I'm like, "Okay." Uh, well, put it at the end of that sentence, you know. It, and, and I go, <laughs> "Well," and then then I said something sarcastic. I said, "Well, you know." Girls that are big bone, they, they miss periods all the time. And then she got mad at me. And she goes, no, I'm pregnant, Buster. Punctuation. Yes. Uh, she said that with an exclamation point, probably. Yeah. Yes. And and some There's choice no words. But there. this is a family mm-hmm. show. Yeah. But I do like the different yeah. perspectives because all of us, we go to church together. We live life together. So it's cool to, that people hear the stories of like, because the reason I asked, even starting this question is, I have four kids and I remember my wife caught my reaction that was not good. Like my first one, excited, but one of my kids, I, I I vividly remember when she goes, like, "Hey, we're having another kid." I was like, "Oh my gosh," and because my head went to my wallet, like, "Oh no, yeah. that's that." I need another job. You that know, was, I need more money. I was scared. No, I was see? scared, but I was happy. But she she caught me at just the wrong timing because I, I I just that is what came out. Like I was excited, but. As guys were like, oh man, I, there's a pressure to provide. Even though, you know, nowadays it looks different, all kinds of different relationships and people working. But I, I, I she just got me at the wrong time. And I was like, oh no, I don't know what I said. I don't think it was anything crazy like that. I just think I was like, I was like, man, I, I need to make some more money. That's, but then, you know, it worked out. But 
See, it's weird because like when when my wife told me I was having our second kid, like the money thing never. I don't know why. I and I guess it's because I didn't like. Were you trying? No, we weren't. We've never tried. Like we just straight up, like straight up for two years. Like the first two years of our marriage, we we didn't we didn't use protection. Nothing, dude. We just, just were like straight up, make it happen. threw our hands up and said, "Lord, it's in your hands. If you want us to be pregnant, like." And I know that's kind yeah. of a lot of people are like that's a foolish way to live. That's a foolish way to do that. And I was like, "Yeah, but at the end of the day, like I don't have any I don't have any plans for that. If that's meant to be, yeah. like I'll let God be the one to determine that." And, and it's a bless. I mean, kids truly are a blessing. a blessing. It's just right. what's sad is different perspectives and different people. I mean, right. some people don't see children as a blessing, unfortunately. But, you yeah. know, when I think when you have that purview of like, man, children are a blessing from God. I mean, back then, look at yeah. that. Like, Let's have seven boys. Let's make them, you know. Yeah, you got to have a football yeah. team back we then. We got to have workers. You got to plow the field, right. You know, I'm going to grow this farm. I'm going to need some employees. And then when he, yeah. Well, (laughs) well, having, having kids at a, at a young age, when you have your set amount of kids that you want, uh, a lot of people are like, man, I'm, I'm missing out on all the fun stuff. I'm missing out on going out to parties, going and doing all this. And that's what I felt when I was 18. They're like, I'm going to miss out on all this stuff. But, uh, another perspective when, when I got older and I started seeing the bigger picture is that is the big stuff. Yeah. The, the yeah. Exactly. Being there, yeah. having, having a little you running around, being mm-hmm. able to take yeah. care of, um, and enjoying it. Cause any, any party in the world can never fathom having a child in your arms, someone to actually mm-hmm. hold you well, and, it's and, like, and, you know, hold them and, and love on them. Be, and, and the cool thing is, is like with kids is, and, and I'm, I'm, I don't know, I can't speak for all kids. I can speak for my kids, but like, like you don't really know and understand God's grace. I can't say you don't, but you, you get a really tangible idea of that when you have kids and they're young and you discipline them and they still come back to you and like and they say, Will you forgive me for doing that? Or they come up to you just randomly out of nowhere and just come up and hug you and say, I love you. And like this those big moments like that, mm-hmm. like there's there's those times I've come home from work and I'm like, my day has just been spent. I've dealt with all kinds of ridiculous people and and I get home and my daughter comes running up, Daddy, 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 and she mm-hmm. comes running up and just jumps into my arms and she's like, I love you, I miss you. And and it's like those moments, I'm just like, man, people don't understand. Like that is that is like literally the that is literally the 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 heart of of Jesus and how he yeah. is for all of all of his creation. And it's like if people just realize, like if we had that that kind of that childhood, not childhood, childlike mentality, and and saw that and saw everything for what it was, and just decided to look at others and say, I want to love on people like that, like my kid does. Like, my kids inspire me every day to just love and show people grace constantly because they show me so much grace. Well, it's, yeah, it's amazing what. Uh, having a kid can change your your aspect on life. You can have uh, when you're when you're a kid, you're 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 more like what what's in it for me? What's in it for me? But once you um, once you start having kids, you start saying, well, what 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 is it in for all of us? What is yeah it in yeah for, yeah? Uh, you you start you start changing. You start not wanting to go out as right. much. You start. Well, mm-hmm. let's let's ha- let's play this game. Let's 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 do something family oriented, and and it just it, it just shows that kids are, are are an awesome thing in your life. Plus, if you have them yeah. when you're young, and then when they turn eighteen and you're like forty, 
you still got that rest of that life. Yeah, to go yeah, do yeah. What well, you well do. one thing that I and more money. One so. thing I definitely <laughs> want to have happen. Got to get the money. Is uh, I have four tax deductions. They, they definitely need in this culture. We definitely need to repopularize fatherhood. Yeah, because Absolutely. it is such a chore the way people talk about it. Like, um, you know, and and people make jokes about the dad bod and stuff like that. But like, you should have. I mean. Yeah, those jokes. That's basically the applaud that they deserve. But like, honestly, like the the mission of a father is so much cooler than um, just corny dad jokes, you know. And and mm. that's and even the phrase dad jokes, as appropriately termed as that is, uh, you know, it can give a stereotype to fatherhood that like, oh, I don't want to be a dad because then I'm gonna have to wear the socks. I mean, look at these socks. I can't even wear my uniform in this podcast. Uh, wear my wear my high socks. But the truth <laughs> is. Um, Dads, they do fall asleep sitting down on the couch. They do wear my socks. Preach. A lot of them. Preach. You know? uh, I, have, I don't you know, know about you guys. I'm, I'm, a pretty, like, I'm a pretty stylish Yeah. Dad. Well, like, okay. Well, Austin, we can't all yeah. be like go. Austin. Yeah. yeah it's an anomaly. I didn't even <laughs> know you were a dad. You look too cool to be a dad. Actually. Strike a pose. But, like, <laughs> but to be honest, my my one of my passions is to help other people who are uh, hesitant to step into fatherhood or um, maybe they're becoming a father and they're just in that denial or that grief uh, phase. You know, they need to mm. get to the acceptance phase. Like, I went through a lot before our, my first kid was born, and I was so ashamed of how I felt because there was just almost a... Uh, my brain could not compute the responsibilities that would be... that would come along with being a father. And... What you were just saying just a moment ago, Johnny, was that uh, you ended up finding what was the more important stuff. A psychologist named Jordan Peterson, uh, lecturers at the uh, University of Toronto, he, he talks about um, how when you get married, hopefully you marry someone you consider more important than yourself. Hopefully. Mm. When you have a child, it is most definitively the case that somebody is more important than you. Yeah. And it helps you grow up even when you're 18 so that you got these... 36-year-olds who are still nothing against Legend of Zelda. I happen to think that's a pretty cool video game. But you got these 36-year-olds obsessed with the Legend of Zelda pre-order <laughs> video games. Yeah. And uh, and they don't know how much money's in their bank account. And they don't know yeah. they don't know um, their their son's favorite sport. You know, like there's there's stuff like yeah. that that like you should be a much more involved father. I'm not saying that's to shame any fathers, yeah. but like you're, I want, you're I want encouraging to them it, to know? be present yeah, in the moment. Exactly. Being yeah. present yeah. in the moment. Yeah. Well, you know, there's what I've learned is to when I, you know, being a father is you have to start liking what they like, you know. So I'm over here at three o'clock in the morning watching Teletubbies with with my daughter. <laughs> a good dad. Stop it, Johnny. Or, or, or watching the old Gabba Gabba just sitting there and like, oh, this is a cool song. I'm, I'm over here catching myself. Cuckoo Melon, and you got to know all the dang oh, freaking songs. Oh, what? I've been watching animated movies for ten years now. <laughs> I've yeah. been stuck in that that realm of like kid movies. Well, see, like what I <coughs> let it go. See what I did was oh, this is gosh. this is kind of like this is kind of cool how <laughs> what I cultivated with my daughter, and I'm hoping to do the same thing with my son. Is like I've got my daughter involved in a lot of the things that I like to do, so that it, 
it's it's kind of a like she gets to enjoy those. So like mm. for example, um, she used to she loves being outdoors. Like my my she gets that from my wife, and I love the outdoors too. But my my wife and my daughter both are like they just love the outdoors. Um, and uh, so my daughter, uh, I took a um, I went and bought a go kart. Like and it's not just like a normal go kart. Like I bought one that's stupid, souped up and crazy. Well, like Mike Watson's. Like, yeah. yeah, no, like mine's yeah. mine's crazier than that. Yeah. Like mine, yeah, it's 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 nuts. It's awesome. It does like like fifty miles an hour. It's crazy, um, and for but the cool thing is is like I, I I did this intentionally because I was like if I can get my daughter to enjoy some of these things, then that means that not saying that I had to sacrifice anything for my kids because I sacrifice a lot for my kids, but that. I can cultivate something that they will then cherish and grow and have memories of with me. And so it's like now my daughter literally would come to me and be like, daddy, daddy, can we go drive the go-kart? Can we go drive the go-kart? And I'm like, that's so cool because like she's passionate about that. She wants to go to work with me now because she's seen me work and she's like, she wants to work on engines and know how that all works. And I'm like, man, this is really cool so it's like getting that little trade off of yeah. you may be watching Coco Melon one minute and then the next minute you're driving and drifting in a go kart. I need an oil so. change. How much does she charge to work on like a Prius? Because she hasn't gotten to that stage like yet, a- but in probably another <laughs> year, uh, I wouldn't be shocked. She's if just she's an able apprentice. To do it. She's just an apprentice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you can get a discount then. She goes, Four or five years old, I won't be shocked, dude. Anything less than eighty dollars an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. that's a Wallace known Spanish man. Um, what it so. Maybe we can go talk about like what one of your favorite things about being a dad. I know that we kind of touched on that. One of my favorite things, like you said, is like some of us, I think two of us have stay-at-home moms right now, and then two of us have moms that are working. And, and so I think one of my favorite things is when I come home, I, I just absolutely just love, 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 love when all three kids just come to the door Dad! and then I wrestle them to the ground, and it's like awesome. Like it's my, one of my absolute favorite things right now in being a father. What are some of your guys' favorite things of being a dad? Mine is, uh, well, if I can recall back then, uh, mine is, I, I had I had my, my daughter, and I used to play with her all the time, and I've learned to not feed the baby full of formula and then put her on your head. So oh, I dude. Do, I would do... Uh, you make that mistake at least once every day. I, I did what uh, I was at. I was at a, a work that my ex-wife was working at. I was over there. I was like, "Look, watch, I'm baby hat, baby hat," and I put her on my head and on my head, and I was moving her around like that, and she puked all over my face, and she thought it was so funny that she put her hands in my, and was like giving me a massage on my head. So it, it's just it's the the funny stuff like that. It's like the the gross stuff and and all that that that's that's the the things that you remember and that's the things that you're fond because you enjoy that time because when they turn 14 it's like you got to trade in with with a demon so i'm just like <laughs> you know. johnny i i, I did say what was your favorite part of being a dad well i like getting barfed on and uh. <laughs> all those wonderful memories but you know what all those favorite times were exchanged for a demon. <laughs> I'm not even at the teenage years. None of us three are, so you're the only one with any teenage experience. But we have plenty of advice for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, when, when it's, you know, when 
I think people kick their kids out at 18 because you stop getting the tax credit, right? Is that, is that That's what a lot thing? of people, uh, yeah. Gotta, like, is that a real? Kill more guy. 21 now. You're not Man, if I didn't get a stimulus check, you'd be out yeah. of here. You can stimulate your way on out. But the, the best thing is being able to share those times. It's it's You're working on on your car and your child wants to come up and say, hey, can I help? Can I help? And or you're you're just sitting down reading a book and they sit by you and pretend like they're reading a book and yeah you see, yeah yeah it's, exactly it's the little you it, it's a little you and and that that's the best part of being a father is is you have a little you just sitting right there and someone that needs you and loves you unconditionally and yeah yeah so I I even named my kid John Junior because I wanted one to be like a junior. And then you put a tattoo of your face on. I your didn't face. go George Foreman like, hey George one two like that's just you know too and many yeah. George one too Gino. many George yeah. One two, three. Yeah. One too many. Sorry, it was just weird. Or okay. like you know, when you name your kids, when you start getting into a lot, do you just name them all with the same letter? Janet, you know, Jace, some Jason, do that. Jackson. Yeah, yeah they keep that same letter for the whole family. Yeah. and I'm like, I don't know. I just. No. I, J1, I wanted J2, to be J2. silly and just change them all different names. It just depends on which uh, actress I thought was really cute at that time. When you named your kids, did you, <laughs> so did you get to name the kid? Did you both have to agree on it? Like, what happened when you named your kids? What, what Arm wrestling that? match. For real? Arm wrestling match. Is this real? Brittany won. No, I'm just kidding. I was uh, like, I believe that. No, I'm looking Brittany's at his arm right now going, well. Yeah, uh, no, Brittany's but fierce. actually, like, uh, so it's funny, funny, the girl that we had, her name is Harmony. Brittany came up with that name on her own. We were both thinking of girl names, but that was the only one I liked, even from all the ones that I thought of. So we ended up <laughs> liking Harmony Lane Loftus. And I was like, I was just, I remember mowing the yard and then uh, Brittany came out. I was like, what about Harmony Lane? <laughs> that's, oh, a, like, that's a great, great time to come out. Why hey, I know you're mowing the lawn, but what about Harmony Lane? <laughs> yeah, and it was like, that's hey, good. I like that. And then I just, I smiled the rest of the time. Did you was, stop mowing? Did you like no, let it go, or did you? I did. I did let it go. Okay, like like Frozen. But the second one, I actually came up with the name, and the name is not oh. public yet, and I'm not releasing it on this podcast. Well, because it's going public okay. tonight, <laughs> so, <laughs> so definitely not. Yeah, yeah. New and I, and if you have enough kids, then you can name them, because they're like, well, I mean, I've already chose the first seven names, so you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, now we're even. What's your so kid's name? I don't know. Fun. Keyboard. I mean, it can get really weird. Yeah, lyric. And especially melody, famous keyboard, famous people just warrior. think that you can just name oh, your kid whatever because there's no blowback. This is my son. You know, this is my son. His name, his name is son. his name's Lamp. <laughs> <laughs> He's you very know, bright. He's supposed to shine. I told Heather. I, I don't know. Like, we should have just picked like old fashioned names, like Haggith. <laughs> oh I'm my like, god! Could you imagine like, name your kids like yeah? You just uh, like, wanted to paint the uh, bullingness on them. Let's just like, flip through Leviticus and pick a name. Yeah, like how much time? Go through numbers, bro. This is my son, Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah, or whatever. Huh? Here's Abinadab. He performed his own circumcision. Ooh, that's not fun. No. He's the first dab. That was the <laughs> very first. It's the original dab. I don't even know it's what that term means. There's a kid named Er. He died. <laughs> E-R. <laughs> so we get the term error. I'm just like, that. <laughs> Bible jokes. Dad jokes. Oh my waka, God. waka, waka. Waka, flaka. Waka, waka. Whoa. Waka, waka. <laughs> 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 waka, waka. Um, <laughs> yes, mine, mine are Lila. And when we were naming our kids, this was a real thing. Because I had a girl first, too, and I was like, I can't be any ex-girlfriend name. 
And if I know any girl that has that name and it's jacked up, I'm like, I'm not going to name my girl that because I'm going to think about yeah. that that thing. Yeah. So we literally picked Lila Rose, be, Rose after my my sister, but Lila because I didn't know a Lila. And then, we, you know, we liked it. And then John was like John Jr. We have a boy. Then, you know, Jackson. It's funny because my dad's name's George and Sarah's dad, his name's Michael. And we like Jackson. We can't name our kid Michael Jackson Bell. Oh, you man. know, or George Michael, <laughs> yeah, or like a, the names are just so. We came with Jackson Xavier, and then um, X Man Arabella was after you know my wife's sister. So, well, I came up with Alyssa because uh, back in the day when I was young, there was a a star named Alyssa Milano that I had a crush on, and oh, Renee Johnny. And, uh, my and sorry, she, man. She asked me. She asked me if. Uh, what, what should we name our kid? And I go, well, what about Alyssa? And she goes, where did you come up with that? And I go, well, I saw it on a couple of uh, credits on the movie, and I saw that it was really cute. But we used uh, Renee. That was her middle name. And then the the second one, Lily, which uh, y'all, y'all met Lily, um, she was – her mom kind of took over the, the name because oh, she man. didn't like any of the names I wanted. She goes, did you all do the baby book thing where you look in the baby book and you start going through names? Did you ever do that? No, we, we didn't. We, no, no. Johnny's like, well, you know. No, sorry, we did not. Well, <laughs> got away from the mic. They were like, get up closer. Well, back then, uh, we you were just, the ones that wrote the names on the book. Yeah, you're Google. Did you just Google it? Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think I bought your book. <laughs> that was actually Johnny's book, so. Yes. Yeah. And then, you know, I feel like some names are kind of like tied to a certain race. Yeah. yeah, some travel. Some Everyone's travel. looking at me like, oh, oh here we go. I, but I, I would name, you know, I would name my kid like a Jamarcus or something. You know? I, that's what I said. I mean, cause <laughs> I been, it kind of would have been clever to do that because then you kind of throw any kind of racial stereotype out the and window. I, all my friends growing up you know, were African-American. So I was just like, man, I want to name my kid like I, Marius or something. Yeah. You know? It, and it's not Next weird to. because there are, um, when I went to school, there were girls named Lakeisha and Sharika that were that were white girls. And I, when I first saw the names, yeah. you know, instantly I'm thinking because, uh, you know, ethics, you know, what they, you ever, you ever meet a like family, a, a girl. I was like, well, you're whiter than me. <laughs> well, and as a pastor, I meet so many families, right? All different races and stuff. And have you ever met a family? It's like, this is my daughter, you know, like Kadandra and my son, Doravius is my third son, Pete. Yeah. And Thomas. you're like, wait a second. <laughs> so is that, you know, that short for, Kedandra? you know, Petrosius? I mean, like, you know, what, like, and, 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 yeah, like, or like, if there's like, if like, like Harmony, like, I've met a family and there was like a bunch of girls and it was like, this is Harmony, Melody, you know, and then it's like, and this is Jessica. Like, it's just like, you meet a family and then you're like, what happened in that season so, of your life that that kid didn't get to match the names that you picked up for the rest of your life? That's funny that you said I that lost my record career. It was, yeah, well, so when we picked the name Harmony, it was a coincidence that Brittany's mom, her name is Tracy. Yeah. Brittany is oh, Brittany. Ease. And I get it. her sister is Tiffany. Yeah. And then Harmony, we chose Harmony, and it happened to be Harmony. We didn't plan that, but that was something apparently my mother-in-law hoped and dreamed of since my wife was a baby. Oh, that's crazy. It, like, like or a baby. But I'm just like, if we get <laughs> another saying? girl, I don't know if I feel any pressure from my mother-in-law to end with an E. Like, what if I like Jessica? You just you know the ending, though. That makes it easier. 
Well, I mean, that's I guess that's my problem. Like, just say a name and make the E sound at the end. Jessica E. <laughs> Jessica E. <laughs> Jessica E. Hopi. Or I could make her middle name just a letter. Yeah. Could like just Harry make her S. name D. Her middle name is just the letter E. D. Oh, if I... Just maybe, K-N-E-E. Maybe with this boy, Hope E. We could make his yeah. first Loftus. name Harmon and just E for a middle name. You know, just a letter. Just make Harman it E. Knee. No, make it knee. D- did you guys do this too? Hey, I wonder. Harman when you name your kids yeah, when you became cap. a dad, did you guys ever like try to come up with the name that no one else has? Like, so, let's name him Jiminy. So, okay. So, my son's name is rad is yeah and it's named rad that like nobody that. has like yeah like, i love there's it. only been like one person or other in the world tell the I, audience yeah uh so my my son's name is stellan royce it's like stella but with an n so it's uh Stellan. yeah stellan royce and the crazy thing is is like the way that his name came about um we were literally i was sitting on a uh, a chair and we were just kind of this was way before my wife even got pregnant and we were just joking around and i was like I said I was making, I do little raps and little word things with different names and stuff, just screwing around. And creative dad. Yeah, just being creative, whatever. And uh, I'm just goofing around, and I was making a rhyme for my daughter, who's Finley, and uh, her name's Finley Rose. Can we hear that rhyme? Can you give us a sample? Well, no, because I don't remember it. I can't. I can't do that. Jiminy Finley. No, no, because it was like it was this like whole long thing. I I just made like a whole like a whole song on the spot, and uh, and I was just goofing off. And next thing I know, I said the name Royce, and I was like, "Yo, Royce is a really cool name." Like Royce to five nine. Like that's a rapper. But I was like, Royce is just a cool name. Like, and Heather was like, "Well, would that be like?" a first name or like a middle name and I was like you know I don't know but like the name Royce is just like something to me that stood out that's stoic she probably was like my body my Royce yeah so (laughs) well I was like thinking Rolls Royce because I was like oh you set your kid up with Royce I mean like that just means like he's got it he's gonna be on a Rolls Royce at some point and so uh, (laughs) I was like I'm making my kids win right so I was uh I I was just like I don't know which that would be you know just kind of playing around and so I started flipping I I like went on Google real quick and I was like, just looked up names and I literally, uh, Heather was like, well, we can't, whatever we do, we can't name our, like, we can't name the child something that means the same thing as Finley. Cause Finley means like, um, it means, uh, I just went blank. It means like fighter. Like it literally like, like the, the name Finley is like, it means like, f- like fighter, like you're like natural born, like fighter. Um, and it also and, ends with E. Yeah, yeah, and so I was like, Heather was like, we cannot, whatever we do, we can't name it something crazy because our daughter is a spitfire, and so like she's, yeah, she's, I mean, she's a handful. And she a lives half. up to her name. Yeah, absolutely. So I was mm. like, okay, so we need something like chill and and you know just kind of cool. And literally, as I said that, I looked down and the name Stellan comes up, and this and the name Stellan means peace and calm. That's cool. And I was like, yo, that like God literally just dropped that in. Like he's st- like straight up was like, and then I looked at it and I said Stellan Royce. And Heather goes, what? She's like, oh, I like that. And my mom was standing there, and she was like, oh, that's really, really cool. Yeah. And Royce means son of the king. So it means the peaceful son of the king. So we were just like, dude, that's yeah. freaking sweet. So I love it when it all merges so, together. Yeah, it was, so it was were, butter, dude. That's it was straight cool. butter. You were praying for someone to not, for a kid to not go crazy. You wanted a chill kid yeah wouldn't, yeah, that, and so wouldn't like that suck chilling, if you actually add, named your kid and it means something like you find out like you know later like like demon man her name in the greek means yeah. you will not yeah. sleep yeah exactly yeah <laughs> or <laughs> crazy rebellious one like yeah. should have looked the at the name has departed like who names your kid that was, 
Uh, dude, there was a, a person who chose to name a character Ichabod. His name was Irving Washington. He wrote a book about this guy. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a short Crane. story. Yeah, it's a short story. Yeah. Ichabod that's, Crane. I mean, but he lived up to his name, too. The grace had yeah. departed from him. It was really bad. Uh, see, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, we, people story. don't know. Like, Icky, Ichabod. Yeah, names hold a lot of weight. I get that when I, when I work out. Names hold a lot Ichabod. of weight. It's true. Right. Okay, so Harmony, uh, whose name ends with her full name is Harmony Lane Loftus. Yeah. Lane means lane, like a pathway, <laughs> and then it's very creative. And then Harmony, amazingly, it means harmony. So, oh man, yeah, brilliant. But actually, I looked up. I was like, "What's the Hebrew word for harmony?" I was trying to find some biblical. Oh, I was trying yeah, to yeah. engineer it into that. Yeah, but the, make it uh, fit. The word in Hebrew is shalom, which is actually peace. So yeah. harmony and peace are synonyms. Yeah, uh, that'd be a cool so, name. Shalom. So, anyways, but pathway of peace or pathway to peace. Yeah, and uh, that's dope. And wow. she is one of the most. You chill put kids. my my naming. Yeah, if you mess up, you don't. On what is your name? Mean? <laughs> my, no, you're like y'all. Y'all like coming up with these inspirational. We names. grew up in the social. <laughs> Johnny's like, like I, I <laughs> named my. Johnny like, pulled it out of the hat. I named her Ruth after a candy bar. We need the most unique Twitter handle. I looked around. Social media, dude. I don't know if this is true. It was raining that day, so he's like rain. That's the perfect name. Rain, go. rain. So I don't oh, know if this is real, rain. and I'm sorry <laughs> if I offend you and you're really, you exist and you're out there. When I was youth pastoring, my friend said that that he had a friend, and the mom named the two twins. <laughs> I haven't even. Are you about to say it's you're not like yeah, I didn't I, look no, this up, Michael. No, no, this is hey, going hey, if, if yeah, you're yeah, about, yeah. If you're no. talking about the Jello kids. Arangelo yes, Lamangelo. Okay. They're real? True, true story. I'm this so is, sorry. I, I, it's a cool no, name, it's, but it's she saw. Because my my friend who's a nurse in Georgia, she was in the room when the mom named her kids Arangelo. So that's real. Yeah, it is real. Legit. That is 100% yeah. no. legit. Lemon yes. jello, on. orange jello. That it's has a to room. be the same set of twins you're talking about. Yeah, I'm sure it is. It, but goodness like, gracious, legit. if there's two of you out yeah. there, come on the show. Four. Technically, yeah. four. Yeah. four. <laughs> but yeah, that's that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's a fifth brother, Cherry Jalaw. Yeah, that was. I swear, <laughs> I was like, what? This is my sister pudding. I'm just kidding. Oh no! I'm th- yeah, I'm thinking of pudding now. Her name's Falan. 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 mignon. That was a full-on dad joke. Okay. Anyway. My gosh. I'm sorry for putting that out there. Uh, that was a good one too. Pudding. You're yeah, so that was. That's yeah. A pudding pop. All right. Well. So in dadding, obviously name choice, very, very important. Yes. Uh, what's like a good piece of advice you'd give to a soon-to-be dad or maybe a dad, you know, that has had a hard time? You're like, what's a good piece of wisdom okay. to so a dad? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just jump out here real quick first. Um, I think uh, the, uh, the best word of advice I can give you to, I'm going to give two because one is for the dad who is about to be a dad and the other is for the dad who is the dad and still kind of trying to figure it out. Um I just, I'm just trying to set the mood. It. Inspirational. Oh, okay. This so, is like, give that advice. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was kind of wanting more of a Mr. Rogers feel. But uh, um, anyways, this is really throwing me off. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just, when I play that sound effect, it makes me go, something is about to be said that's better than a fortune cookie. No, so kinda, much wisdom no, coming. Like, <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even need that. Okay. Um, I'm going to just mic drop here. But um, no, to the dad that uh, that's about to be a dad, it's not as scary as you think it's going to be, and uh, it's not as overwhelming as you think it's going to be. Right. Uh, you're right where you need to be for the time being, and uh, you're you're not going to have it all figured out, and you won't have it all figured out, and that's okay. So it's totally okay just to uh, just to be in the here now and where you are and with what you're dealing with and what you're experiencing, uh, but don't be discouraged and, and don't 
don't have this fear mindset going into it of that you're going to be a failure as a father because you're not going to be. That's good. Um, and then my second piece of advice is for the dad, of course, that um, is uh, uh, trying, you know, you know, he's he is a dad and whatever. Uh, but I would say just keep just keep going and keep giving yourself grace. Uh, and, and I mean that in the, in, in a, in the most sincere form possible is to be gracious upon yourself, because if you try to be too overbearing upon yourself, then there's a very good chance that, uh, it's going to, it's going to weigh you down and cause you to feel like you're never going to measure up. You're never going to be good enough. And, uh, that shouldn't be your mindset. Your mindset should be that I just want to be the best dad I can be, and I'm going to continue to strive to be that dad. And I'm going to tell my kids, "Hey, kids, please forgive me. Uh, you know, I'm 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 trying to learn this. I'm still trying to figure this out myself because I myself am in that position where yeah. I have to do that almost every single day, uh, especially when my kid does something that you know I'm like, "Why did you do this? Why are you you know Why are you doing this?" And I have to remind myself, and my wife's really good about reminding me that. Babe, she's only three. Like, you can't... You can't. Do your taxes right. Yeah, exactly. Little. Like, yeah. Why aren't you balancing your checkbook? So. Use the coupon. What do you... No, it's man. But that's that's really good advice, man. Michael? Um, youngest to oldest? Yeah, youngest to oldest. Um, wow. Wait a second. I, th- I don't know if I'm younger or not. Uh, but, um, so, the... I recently had a conversation with a soon-to-be dad. It was his first kid due in December and um, and there's something I told him that was similar to what Austin said it's not as expensive as you think like kids oh and they don't run around like eating poison like on the first day like <laughs> like it takes them a while <laughs> to learn how to do that right it's so a like, learned skill yeah <laughs> and you will see it coming before they go out digging in through the cabinets and stuff but um like they lay there and they poop and they will cry only for a few reasons. If they have the feeling they're being abandoned, which is true. If they're feeling like they're being yeah. abandoned, they'll cry. Oh, or yeah. if they're hungry or mm-hmm. if they poop their diapers. Mm-hmm. If it's not, if they're still crying and those three things are done, they're probably sleepy or just uncomfortable. At that point, like, I hand the kid to my wife. <laughs> yeah. and then I change your diaper. I fed you. I don't know what you want from me. Yeah, yeah, like so, but those three things take care of ninety nine percent of dad issues and, and, and wife. And if then, my wife's fed, that solves ninety eight percent of our arguments. Dude, yeah, yeah, that is absolutely true. Yeah, so like, if she's that's fed, a good piece of advice. Um, Simple. The last thing was that um, that's what I told my friend on the phone. But the other thing I would add is like the best thing you can give your kids um, on on a pretty practical level is just a healthy marriage. So like, come on, like, oh, here's how you get ready to be a yeah. parent. You need to know all these things. Uh, most of those YouTube videos are probably not going to tell you, hey, as long as you have a healthy marriage, you're going to be a great parent. Yeah. Dysfunctional marriage, dysfunctional parent-student relationship. Parent-kid relationship. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a teacher. Michael's a teacher. Parent, He's thinking yeah. of parent-teacher teacher, conferences. Yeah, teacher-student, <laughs> teacher-parent. Yeah. But uh, like anyways, your kid got a zero, so you're a zero. Yeah, you're a zero. <laughs> no, but um, your teacher's a zero for not teaching your kid. Hello. But, um, but the thing is, like, if you have a healthy marriage, you're going to have a healthy relationship with your kids, most likely – and uh, that's that's my best advice. Healthy marriage, healthy parent. That's good. Johnny. All right. Well, I'm going to do two things because I am in a, a blended family. You know, my wife has four kids. I have two that, that are popular. Popular. That are. Anyways. <laughs> cash in on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, being a father, 
you know, you want to try to be in their lives, but don't over suffocate their lives when they, they get to a point when they finally figure a way to have their own individuality. And it, and it will come a lot quicker than you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still be there, still be there to uh, show them that you still love them for whoever they are and whatever they're going through, that they can always be that, that they can always come to you. Uh, you might not have all the right answers, but at least you have two ears to listen to them. Um, and for being a, a in a blended family, it, it was it was a lot harder for me because all the all her kids were adult, uh, like teenagers. You know, um, it's you don't want to come out there right off the bat being say I'm the dad, just think of me as a dad, just be a dad, just uh, go to your stepkid. Who's your daddy? It's me now. <laughs> Sit down and listen, boy. You will obey me. Bow to your sensei. Yeah, that will not work. So no, no it, it won't Poke work. Yeah. In the chest. I, I think the results would be a little bit different than what you expected if you went out there and said that. But uh, did you ever get? And because I have to ask you, because you're the only one from the blended family. Have you ever got yet? Like, were you like busted out your dadding, and then then the kid was like, "You're not my dad." Does that ever happen to you? It it was more passive aggressive kind of thing, like like on Facebook. You're I'm not gonna my go dad. Tell my, you know, I'm gonna go <laughs> tell my mom that you that you told me to do this and all that. It was more like I'm not gonna talk to you directly. I'm gonna talk around you. Like you're yeah. the sibling that they're triangulating. But, yeah, <laughs> oh, but man. the the one the thing is, is you can be uh, anybody's father. You know, you, you know, you have to. Do it by action, but not just telling people, hey, I'm I'm your new dad now. You know, you have to fetch my slippers and get my root beer out of the out of the fridge. I just I just I, I keep I just thought about this whole segment in my brain about being a pastor and be like, I'm your daddy now. I'm gonna take I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna take I'm gonna take care of you. And I'm thirty five, so when you pastor like a six year old, you're like, It's okay. I'm your dad now. I'll be your daddy. I do not know what no. you're going. No. I just, what I, you're doing I, I, I just no, thought bro. about like, like, like pastoring. No, no. Okay, <laughs> listen, listen. You've heard of spiritual fathers. You've heard of spiritual fathering. You yes. know stuff like that. So yes. then I thought about like Catholic and the Padre and the Father. So I, I kind of got along in that thinking the thing of pastoring. Like I've had relationships where, as a pastor, it does feel like the people. Oh, yeah. There's almost like a like fatherly parents. relationship to the people that you pastor because yeah. you care about them and stuff. And so I just. I was just thinking about like, like practical how where that could be like you're not my dad, you you know like <laughs> okay oh, now now yeah you know yeah. in in correction like there. I have now to you've connected yeah the dots, when so. but I've connected I've made the dots I'm your dad well, the, I need, I need not your real wisdom. dad I need some wisdom at yeah. the end of the day, uh, the you know the blended family the the they're they're not your stepkids they're your kids you, you took over the mantle of yeah. being the father of the house when there was no father in that house. So you got to show by authority and you have to show by action what a, what a good man is, what a good father is. So, you know, and then you hope that whatever issues they had being fatherless and all that, whatever issues they had would, would slowly go away and then they can, they can start fresh and understand. And so what if they don't call you father? So what if they call you Johnny? You know, I wish, uh, you know, I wish they were my kids, my blood kids. You know, I love them all. Uh, I love them to death in their in their own crazy way. 
And I, I had I had a stepmom and stepdad growing up. My parents divorced at six. I can vividly remember when I when I first called my stepmom or my stepdad, dad or mom, and and the blessing that they felt when I called them that. And it wasn't to be like, uh, I want to get some money out of you, hey mom or dad, you know. But I it was a blessing because I just said, you know, you're not a step like you you now have two sets of parents, and it can be yeah. a blessing. See, see, I was a. I did not, oh wow, dude! I totally did not mean to. But <laughs> you don't make me do a Michael Jordan say, cry. Yeah, yeah. All my step parents out there, my, my bad. I was a. I had a stepfather that I grew up with off and on through, through my life, and it took me until I was, till he was on his deathbed, bed for me to call him dad. You know, and that I think that really touched wow. him. He he was like. I'm so sorry for what I put you through. I'm so sorry about my my drinking and all that. And I'm I'm so sorry about that. And I was like, it's okay, Dad. I understand. I'm a bigger I'm a stronger yeah. person because of this. So Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Amen to that. And and blended it's hard. I've, I I yeah. counsel a lot of families with blended families and it's like in the relationship aspect, I have to say you have to put your your spouse comes before your 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 you know, your children. Yeah, yeah it's that's not, hard. It's not recruit difficulty. It's, it's a, it's you know, it's high difficulty. It's, it's level one hundred. You know, because mm-hmm. you, you're you're thrown into there. You know, you don't get that subtle nine months in between. Yeah, you're the in baby. their world. You're and, right and in there. Is there was there like kind of like when you were dating, uh-huh. and was there like almost like an interview process? Like, did, was she like? Throwing you in the in the in the you know the baby gate just to watch you how how you are with all the kids. Well, was it like an interview type process? Do you feel like it was kind of like thrown in the fire? It, it, it was trial by fire when because the kids were already like, fourteen yeah, and over. Yeah. You're like, bah, they're, bah, they're, bah. they're over there uh, staring at me, talking to me, making sure <laughs> eyeballing you. Know, and I'm like. Uh, <laughs> They're over Should there, I their room? kid crate. With their I just pictured the first date. Johnny came over the house. They look at him. He's like, "I'm gonna be your daddy." Like, I don't know. I just, I don't know why that uh, popped well, in my mind. But. You know, but they, they, they finally understood because they, they've been through a lot through other stepfathers that were not up to par, and and you're doing a great I, job. I, I, at least I try. You know, yeah. I'm there. You know, I'm there for them. I'm there when they need me. When the car broke down, or yeah. or when someone's hurt, or when somebody just wants to talk, or or go to a movie, I'm here for. I yeah. said I love y'all. You know, I tell them I love them before I hang up the phone. They say they love me too, and that that's right cool. there, that, that, and that's, that's right awesome. there is the best thing. And what people listening need to understand, like, so you've been married. How how long has it been now? A year and a half, or yeah, it's going on two years. So going on two years, and I think this is a powerful illustration of what it means to step in as a father and it doesn't matter how old the kids are you know because they're they're older but they're still that like i'm going to step in and not let my mind wander from well, all these other things but yeah step in and be yeah, there because they're still in the stages mm-hmm. of uh trying to figure this whole life out before you get actually into yeah, adulthood right. because, exactly because they're you know they're 22 23 24 you know yeah. around in that area and they're 18 18 when i was an 18 year old all i wanted to do was play video games and play basketball with my friends and do all that and uh i still had a lot of growing up to do so i but i never had that father figure besides my grandfather yeah. but i never had that father figure to to be there for me through through the bad times or the good times you know uh, so that's what 
my that's how I I, I seen from that, and I yeah. looked at that example, and I did a complete one eighty. Yeah, or like that church place you were at the one eighty. One eighty, baby. And yeah. uh, see, I, I I listened to your podcast. I know and that was deep. <laughs> that was deep into the podcast. So now I know you listen to the full forty seven minutes. Yes, yes. I I um, took a lot of Red Bull to listen to it. But, but I listen to Glad it. I keep like, like, don't compliment yourself. <laughs> like, All right, this is work. the. Uh, now I'm going to mute Johnny. I'm going to mute Johnny's mic now. Um, no, I'll give some. Art. Oh, sorry. Uh, one last thing. You know, you you're not a you're not a father until the the kids feel that connection with you. You know, to to be a father is you have to have that closeness that, that you're closer to them than you are closer to yourself yeah and you know i to to all the new fathers and the blended fathers and all that i salute y'all because you're you're there you're there taking care of the kids that so the kids won't become a statistic out yeah. on the street and and being a father is the most important thing for a kid because a lot of these people that are lost, a lot of these people that were in prison is because they um, they didn't have the guidance of a father. They had a mother in their life. Yeah. But it you need both. You need yeah. both. Even if you're apart or divorced, you still need to be there for the kids. Yeah, and if you hear phones, it's because all four of us probably forgot to text our wives that we're going to go late. So I think... <laughs> I, wife I remembered. I actually texted my wife right before I started. I said, babe, going to be late one. So we might not have the fifth kid tonight. I meant to. So. <laughs> hey hey. Just kidding. Uh, my <laughs> advice before, I do want to talk about one more thing before we go. But my, my advice is what, just echoing what the guys, the dads here said. One, be present uh, for your kids, with your kids, no matter if you're entering into marriage or anything like that. Uh, number two is don't be afraid of discipline. The Bible even says if you spare the rod, you spoil the child. Like it's important to have discipline. That's how you teach your kids what, you know, and, and the third thing is like teaching morality, teaching them, um, to be strong in who they are and to be confident in who they are. Um, cause one of the things I do as a dad is like, I don't do it every night, which I'm trying to get better at, but just praying over my kids and really taking the moment to process each day at night and go, Hey, like, how was your day? How, how was this? And really trying to get on their level, pray for them. And just, I don't know. Cause I'm still figuring it out. Right. Like just, I try to do these things that I see other dads do, and I might go, man, that's cool. I want to do that. Or you see someone here, and you're like, yeah, I don't want to do that. But you, you kind of pick up these things on the way. Yeah. And like Johnny says, it's never too late to just jump in and start trying and doing these things. Because, like, there was times, like, I think all of us kind of, you know, criticize how our dads were, and we go, man, I wish we would have done more of this or more of that or more of this, more of that. Sure, yeah. Like, all of us have that. And so it, it's interesting how either the lack of a presence of a father or maybe that one you didn't want, has has somehow encouraged you in the way that you are dadding right now because i think like my dad was military so he spent all these times going overseas and it was hard because it was in those crucial times where i just want to catch and learn and so it felt like empty in in some of those areas so i think from that experience it helped me like you know and and you know there was great things about my dad you know but him in the being in the military and stuff and leaving it was hard because now i had to like figure stuff out so there's now that things that I'm doing as a dad that were impacted from the way that I was raised and it's always interesting how that impacts us or you come to these moments you're like man I sound like my dad right now you know or whatever but I do want to jump gears and talk about just some funny dad stories can we, can you guys do that I think you have three texts until you really got to get home from the wife or a call 
When well, you called, called me three times. Oh gosh, I only saw two calls of yours. So <laughs> salute. She was like, "I just needed to make sure you, you didn't die in a car wreck." One. Like, well, then no, you're good. I, didn't. I yeah. know. Yeah, but I one was like, salute for <laughs> Heather Wallace. Yeah. Congratulations. You've won a brand new high five from each member of the Dadcast today. Each one of us. There you go. At man. church. High fives. Yeah. Sunday, 1030 coming live, 423 North College <laughs> Street. Come on down. We got a great hospitality team. What's what, what, what? Great light, man. Great rappers. What's up? So, uh, funny stories. I just want to get into some funny stories. And you can talk about changing diapers or whatever. I had one yesterday, just really quick. Um, we were at part of a big prayer event, and it was beautiful. Black, white, you know, red, blue. I don't know even who, Smurfs. I don't know. So there was all kinds of people there. And the main speaker was an African-American guy, and I'm with my daughter. And someone said a phrase, and my, my daughter was like, she's 10. You know, she's just curious. She's like, hey, Dad? I'm like, yeah, baby. She's like, are we African-American? <laughs> we were walking with this guy. <laughs> and at first, yeah. I was like, I, I didn't know to go, yeah, yeah, we are. No, I was like, I don't know. I mean, Ancestry, you know, .com, we can probably see. Maybe we have a little bit in there. I don't know. But the guy was like super. It, it actually turned into this beautiful moment last night because he was like, "Man, that's that's real. That's so cool." Like you know, because she was, she obviously wasn't raised to be like, you know, racist or prejudiced, but just sure. you know. But it's it's funny because like even the guy who was speaking was African American. He said he was born and raised, you know, and and he actually, it was a long time before he saw someone that wasn't of of color. So he went around thinking like. You know, just like if your kids never saw someone's black, or if you're yeah. black and you never saw someone that's white, you're like, "There's an alien out there, Dad." Or yeah. what happened to that, Dad? Yeah. Or, or yeah. you know, it's it just kids discovering their differences that's and stuff. Funny. It's just, but my, my that was my daughter. Are we? Ever, um, well, she yeah, it's funny about it too much, which I think is probably healthier. Yeah, because I know that she obviously interacts with African Americans. But know? yeah, and that was this. I, I that was know. just yesterday, so it's fresh off my mind. But I mean, I know all of us have some really funny stories. Oh, I got one. Um, like my son yesterday, uh, we went camping and, and I said, well, you can't use the bathroom. You just, you go. My son lets the dog out last night. He's just sitting on the back porch, just whips it out and goes. And I'm like, what are you doing, man? He's like, well, you told me like uh, to use the outdoors, but he just stood on the back porch and starts going. I'm like, yeah, but not when there's a bathroom right here, you know, <laughs> no when to hold them and fold them, you know, but you, you guys have older girls and baby boy, you know, going to have baby boys. So. You know, it's not quite there yet. My child's not able to reason with me in a complex way, like outdoor behavior, indoor behavior, which restrooms and how. So, like, she's not even out of diapers yet. So, speaking of diapers, when she was, like, six weeks old, something like that, probably younger than that, I, yeah, it had to be, like, three or four weeks. Like, brand new dad, you don't know anything you know, like 4,000% more than you knew the day before she was born, but still don't know anything. And so I woke up at like 3 in the morning, and it's time to feed her. And then uh, she had uh, gone number two. Oh, and no. And so this is in the phase where it's kind of like, well, I don't need to get into details. Basically, it's not the kind of poop that you clean up when they're you know, six months. <laughs> I can't resist. Yeah, when they're six months old, it's a different kind. So anyways, it's a little stickier and weirder. So so her booty is super sensitive as a newborn, so you have to put mm. some butt paste on there. Yeah, right? diaper rash. Yeah, diaper did rash. You yeah. Well, did uh, you use boudros? Did you use boudros? That's correct. I, did, I, f- I forgot, like, because butt paste is actually the product name of the Boudreaux brand. Not toothpaste. Funny story about that later. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> um, so anyways, I, I didn't realize that you just put a little on the end of your finger and that's going to be good enough. So I like covered the palm of my hand. Oh no. And like try to wipe that girl down and then <laughs> it wouldn't leave my hand cause it's butt paste. It's supposed to stay there yeah. and like preserve the skin, I guess. I mean, Mike's pretty pasty. So just oh man, I know, but you should have seen the paste. Double pasty. It was, yeah. It was uh. a double the paste. And so, anyways, I got it all down her thigh, like, on her knee. And then she was, like, reaching down in her privates and then, like, putting it in her hair and, like, <laughs> pulling her eyes. Like, I could see underneath her eyeballs. She was, like, pulling her skin because she just wanted to, like, grab <laughs> stuff. She was, like, losing her mind at 3 in the morning. And uh, I didn't know how to keep her calm. And I, I didn't really realize when you're talking to a baby while changing their diaper how much of a difference that makes. So I was just, like, silently stressed. And so it's, like... No noise machine. The lights are on. No parent is talking. And she's a newborn who's cold. I wasn't even thinking about her back being cold on uh, the changing station. So, anyways, she was just screaming. But I just remember it was such a pain at 3 in the morning to clean up the poop. And then the butt paste. Because <laughs> every time I grabbed her, it just made it worse, you know. Because I had butt paste on my hands. So, I had to, like, wipe it on my shirt. And it was like. I don't even know that I had a shirt. Maybe I just put it on my bare chest. Then I was really pasty. That's so new dad oh, material. Man. Yeah. You know, butt paste. You know. I didn't know how to apply that. No one, yeah. No one taught me that on YouTube. We just use yeah. coconut oil. I, I don't know nothing about no paste. I just whip oh, out dude. the coconut oil. See, I'm when like, you have you a fry with yeah. it, you can cook with I'm it. A, you can use I'm it all about the coconut butt. oil, but I never realized that uh, that's a thing <laughs> for the, the babies. Yeah, it all works great. Yeah. It's great for all kinds of applications. Ask me more. I can tell you all about it. (laughs) Maybe for another podcast. Yeah. Force count. You got your paste soup. You got your paste paste. You got your your paste paint. You got your coconut shrimp. (laughs) You got your butt paste, tube paste, regular paste. Copy and paste. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, sir. I don't don't have any other ones. Um, I'm trying to think. I think. <clears throat> well, like, my son, he's only 10 months old, so he hasn't really, like, he's done some funny stuff, but he's not, you know, super there yet, so he's not, like, super, um, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but he's just, he he just does funny things because he's a 10-month-old, but right now, his quirk is eating dog food. Um, oh, like, yeah. Yeah, like, dry dog food. Wow. So, we'll literally be in, like, the other day... Yeah, no, like no lie, man. So check this out. We're we're sitting. That's real um, rough, rough. I I, I was whoa, holding whoa. him and he wanted down, so I put him over with my wife and she's in the kitchen. And I'm in the living room, and we're sitting there and you know and my, doing our own thing or whatever. And long story short, she's like, Austin, where's Stellan? And I was like, Heather, I thought he was with you. And uh, she was like, No, I thought he was with you. So we both look, turn at each other, and we bolt because we know exactly where he's at. <laughs> and we go run into the back of the laundry room. That's where we keep all the dog food. And he's over there, and he's got the water bowl, and he's flipped water all over the place because he loves to play in the water. And then he's got dog food. Like, he's just going to town, dude. Like, he's never been fed a day in his life. And yeah, yeah. he is macking on this dog food. So I was like, oh, oh my gosh, we got to get all this out. And he no. stuffed his cheeks like a chipmunk, dude. So, uh, I mean, like, he's packing. Would he open his mouth for Bro, you? Yes. Like, yeah. Closed? So we, we had to stick the finger in. I always grab him. I'm like, Heather, you find it. Because she's great at getting things out of his mouth. Yeah, Brittany is. And, uh, and so she, ho- like, she, like, fish hooks him. And uh, she's, like, pulling all this dog food out. And... So I was like, all right, come on. We're taking him back to, the, to like, our, our master bedrooms on the end of the house. So we go all the way back, and we're in the bathroom, and I'm, like, getting ready to take a shower. And I was like, Heather, what does he have in his mouth? 
And she's like, are you serious? And I was like, yes. And he had hidden a piece of dog food in his mouth. We have no idea where. I'm like, this kid's like Houdini. No. He's got like hidden keys hanging in his throat. Did he like swallow it? Just Dude, I don't like, know. She can't get it from him so if I swallow it. And she, then he she, it back. she ended up getting it. So she ends up getting it. But then we're like five minutes go by, right? And all of a sudden he's over there and he starts gnawing on something again. I'm like, what the crap do you have? Like, what do you have? I'm in the shower and I can see you eating something. And she looks down and sure enough, he had another piece of dog food he had hidden in his hand. I'm like, dude, my kid is a freaking illusionist. Yeah, he's like, yeah. He's well, like floating. Dang, dude, so they probably uh, have some kind of like gene in that dog food to make people smarter. I don't know that he's, yeah, a, he's like, he's killing it. I need to feed well, my at least he'll have a nice shiny coat. I yeah. went to Austin's house. Yeah. I went to Finley's birthday party. But what's kind of weird is I saw this dog dish on the ground. It said Stellan on it. I was like, what? Yeah. What? True story. <laughs> what, is he, what is he doing? Tell me feed him. <laughs> like, babe, put the food in the dish. If he, doesn't, doing? If, he doesn't, if he doesn't eat, like, and I don't think, my, uh, he's not going to have a problem eating. That kid wants to eat everything you put in front of him. So I'm like, fried chicken, here you go. You know, I'm kind of wondering really what kind of dog food you got. I might, because my dog will not eat the food. That we were buying. We get right that H E B. No, I don't know if it's H E B, but it's I forget. I can send you a picture. Still improved. Dog food <laughs> is, but yeah, still improved. Really tasty to me. He yeah. loves it. And it's probably as nutritious as other stuff. You know. I don't know. I I'm mean, not some of the stuff I eat. It's probably hair. more nutritious than some of the stuff. Yeah, I rate it. It's probably better for you than McDonald's. If we're being honest, it's probably better than cheesecake. But I'm still gonna eat the cheesecake. Come on, dog food. Yeah, I'm I rate not. it like a K nine out of ten. Hey, fun fact. Hey, that's funny. Insert joke. So I have. Two quick ones. Uh, one time, Lily was about. He's not talking about his three kids. Three years by the way. ago. <laughs> oh, they weren't quick. They were eighteen hours of labor. Oh man. Uh, All right, go ahead. Child labor. But uh, uh, we were walking down up and down Walmart, and we went to the planting area, and she saw a bucket, and she put it over her head, and she was like, "Daddy, Daddy," and I was busy looking at something. She goes, Daddy, Daddy. I go, what? She goes, look, I'm a pothead. And there were so many people. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my that God. That's awesome. Time, that, 420. Log that, it. That yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, that is not the proper that was pretty. That's pretty funny, that. though. And, uh, pottery head. Lily. Please, pottery head. Anything, anything with Lily is either really weird or really funny. Um, I was flipping through my phone one time, looking through memories on, on uh, yeah. Google Photos. And I saw a video of my daughter just singing a song, playing around. She must have been about six or seven, playing around, la, 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 la. And then she goes looking at, the, like, this really weird stare and laying down. And then when she was laying down, she was laying on top of me while I was asleep. And she was going like this. That was a little creepy, wasn't it? What? Was it? Was <laughs> I was just thinking about all the people listening. Creepy. Like, yeah, what? What do his eyes look like? Yeah. <laughs> and she had the, the, the googly eyes, the the no. the the crazy girlfriend eyes. Kind of look like she's meme. a psychopath. Yeah. 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 She had it like this. With she's the, a serial, serial yeah. killer. Uh, when you started out, sound like most of my dates. Well, we were at Walmart, walking down, <laughs> walking down the aisle, <laughs> in the gardening section. I went to the Waffle House. <laughs> dates now are like, let's go pick out some new drapes. What do you say, baby? You know, <laughs> ooh, drapes, <laughs> drapes. We could like redecorate the living room. Oh <laughs> we could. Wow. I was I was really not thinking anything into that besides the fact that like I that know. really is like the. I know. So I mean, mundane. When you get older really and you get your house and you start doing that, then 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 that's kind of what dates sometimes can become. Well, you well, know, we can do each other's taxes. That's exciting. Taxes, <laughs> man. I I don't know about that. 
Well, Child, I, well I, then you're tempted to get some more, you know, deductions. Well, I do. I <laughs> Make do some more the, deductions. I think the fatherhood conversation uh, is something that our culture really needs to take seriously and continue. And uh, dads need to not be not be a bunch of jokes. Both, yeah. both. I mean that both by like I think our sitcoms need to stop making fun of masculinity, but also like dads need to, yeah, man up. Man man up. up. Yeah, they absolutely. Need to man up because yeah. I mean, like, uh, where a, a lot of the people that I spend my time around. Um, that I happen to be around, I should say, um, they they do not share the same values as me when it comes to family or providing for family or even simple things like honesty, telling the truth, yeah. diligence, stuff like that. And um, I think that is going to be... I, th- I think the fact that our culture doesn't value those things is part of the root cause for why masculinity is... Yeah. I hate to say dying, but it's definitely dying. Yeah, that's Shrink. what I kind of said, I guess, for my purview was like... Virtues. For my... Yeah, teaching my kids morality, virtues, and um, training them up in that. And being, being confident, too, so yeah, that yeah. you're not just like looking elsewhere for all the things that maybe we're supposed to be teaching our, our children. Yeah. You I know, agree. or not letting like iPads raise our kids or, or TV yeah. or... Give them a brain. And no advice from TikTok. Yeah, no, TikTok needed tick stop. You know, yeah. I, yeah. At this rate, honestly, at this rate, like my kids are not going to be on the internet until they're eighteen. <laughs> like, <laughs> like dude. I mean, that there's, there's some, kids now trading. The dude, yeah, kids now dude, are like, I'm trading my crypto. Internet. How old are you? I'm five. Like, yeah. get out of here. Yeah, they know more about Pay technology. My Pay my mortgage. <laughs> Doing crypto at five. Yeah, better be paying oh, my mortgage seriously. at ten. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, I've had fun. I think we'll definitely do you know another episode on. You know, because there's so much things about being a dad. There's yeah. we could have a conversation about discipline. We can have a conversation about you know, as a Christian father, discipleship, um, discipleship of your kids, uh, boys versus girls, and and some uh, different things that you do um, in your parenting for boys and girls. Um, the healthy marriage thing that plays in. There's so many different aspects to talk about fatherhood. I just want to have a general conversation about you know just some of the things, funny stories. Or fail stories, because we all yeah. fail, and you can't be like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to be a good dad. Like, um, I'll tell a dad fail if you guys want to share just dad fail. Maybe we should just have a dad fail segment, like, for each podcast or something. Oh, like my that. gosh, yeah. Probably the the one for me is when your kids learn how to crawl, and you forget, and then they fall off the bed. Oof. Yeah. Every, I, <laughs> I mean, I think three out of the four, you know, took a tumble. I can't, I can't judge. No judge. It, and it was one of those high beds. Yeah, I think my dad fell was a couple of weeks ago. I was I was, I was messing yeah. around with the Stellan. Um <clears throat> and um I was like, well, I was wrestling him and Finley, so I'm just goofing off with them. And <clears throat> goodness. Um and I'm like tickling them and everything. Well, I knew I was like I can't keep wrestling with him on the bed for that reason, like I don't want to eat my baby. Yeah. Um but Stellan so, sounds like a cool name that he would just like land on his feet and be like, yeah, it doesn't "Let's work go again." Way. No, he fell off the other night. <laughs> Like straight up while we're <laughs> co sleeping, you know, Honestly. here we are. And he's straight up just like, oh, we don't know. He just, uh, we hear, Smack. boom. And yeah, we're give like, him dog food, like, he'll be all right. Wah! You know, freaks out. But I think he was just kind of more stunned because our bed's yeah. not very high off off the ground. It's only yeah. like a foot off the ground. Um, but no, um, but I'm like wrestling with Finley and she's on the bed. So I was like, let me put Stellan down on the floor so he doesn't get hurt. And, uh, and then I'm like down there messing with him. Well, here I am just reaching down to like I'm tickling him and you know playing with him well I I wasn't thinking and he lunges while he's on the ground because he's crawling 
And I, when he, when he lunged, I was, I was mid tickle, like tickling him. So I kind of helped him project him, his lunge and he slammed his face into oh, the, into man. the, into the floor. Oh, and we have no. hardwood floors. So he busted his lip oh, and yo, man. Heather had left me with the kids so I was like, what have I done? What have I done? I was freaking out. And and then literally, like, this happened, and I'm not lying to you. Ten seconds later, Heather comes through the door. And I was like, Heather, I'm so sorry. She was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I busted his face open. And and she's like, what did you do? And I was like, I was just playing. I was just literally trying to be a cool dad and tickle my son. And I, and he slammed his face into the ground. And I was like, he, she was like, was he on the bed? I was like, no, he wasn't on the bed because I know that's how he would have slammed his face in the ground. And so I do. Dude, I felt horrible. Like yeah. I, I was like, I felt like the worst dad ever. But luckily, mm. he was like totally chill. We didn't like yeah. bust his tooth or anything like that. But yeah. man, I felt so bad. I was like, I don't Dang. know if I'll ever, I don't know if I'll ever tickle a kid again. Just don't think that's <laughs> right. Fortunately, my worst <laughs> fails were with other people's kids. So, uh-huh. oh, let's smack the kid into a chandelier. <laughs> a lot of things. When you pick a kid up and you don't recognize there's a ceiling fan right above you. multiple knocks i've had that before i picked up my like nephew or something it's like it's like what is that sound i would have my brother on my head if that happened (laughs) (laughs) i've had that i've had those you'd have my daughter's head (laughs) unfortunately the hair gets caught up in the ceiling fan they start going around a circle sorry sorry that'd be better than some things (laughs) a scalp so dads fail you fail we all fail that's the point right you know don't live there. Don't, you know, gotta get back up again. Like changing diapers. We all fail. Yeah. yeah. We all have poopy diapers. I'm like when you don't learn how to tie the diaper tight and they eat something wrong and then it goes out the wrong oh, pocket dude, or I side. Do so it doesn't yeah. matter now. Yeah. It doesn't matter now. Harmony's learned to undo all of them. Dang, Fortunately, that's she hard. hasn't yeah. started pulling down her pants, but when she does, she'll pull it down and undo the diaper. Oh, so no. we can't let her run freestyle. Oh, man, I had my five-year-old leave a nugget in the bath. That was pretty funny. Okay, we're going to... I thought you were about to say he left it in his diaper, and I'm like, that's not a nugget. (laughs) Yeah, he's just, like, chilling there, like, nothing's happening. The other kid's like, oh, no, look at it. It's there. Uh, But maybe I'll just... uh, I do appreciate all of you guys as dads coming and talking about being a father, and I hope, you know, you guys listening, you you heard laugh, you got it. You know, obviously, we'll talk more about the subject. If you have any questions, please reach out to... Uh, on the comments or anything like that. And um, so thank you guys for your time today. All three of you are just wonderful dads. Appreciate you. And um, any last last words? No. I don't. Y'all have any? Don't have a good day. Have a great day. I'll second that. I'll second that. Can I get a third child from you? I'll, I'll give you a third. Thank you, guys. That's all right. Hey, that's wonderful, we do need to have an episode of, of voices and impressions because I just love doing like I know like a scoob. I just you know right. I, I just love doing that. Oh boy. Okay, let me stop. I guess. All right, guys. Wonderful. Thank you for joining the Madness Podcast. And thank you. Today we are going to leave this bad boy to some elevator music. Thank you again. Life has its ups and downs, and so to speak, Dad. So God bless you. We love you, and we will see you back for the next episode.